0: Welcome to the She Illuminates Podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you, who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability, Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast, and I'm excited to dive into the topic of finding clarity around your purpose. This is an area that I wanted to dive deep into because a lot of times, a lot of the women that I connect with struggle with knowing what their purpose is and how they should walk that out in the everyday. And so today I wanted to just give you some tips and encouragement about how to seek out that time with God to get more understanding of where he wants you to show up in your life. And so I wanted to invite my friend and client, Nafisa Leverett, on the show today to talk about what that idea of finding clarity around her purpose mean. And both of us are just going to share some insights to just empower you to continue to lean into the work that God has called you to do. So, Nafisa, welcome to the show, and can you introduce yourself?
1: Hi, thank you for having me. My name is Nafisa Leverett. I am an inspirational speaker, Christian blogger from North New Jersey. I have a wonderful blog called Build Her Up which is centered around helping women from all walks of life, whether you're a Christian or not. It basically is a way where we will empower, support, and encourage each other while strengthening our relationship with God.
0: I love it. And Nafisa, the great thing that I love about this time with you is that God has allowed us to work together to birth this vision. Into yes. the atmosphere. Yes. Like you said, you are doing some amazing things through your brand, just empowering women to welcome the process of becoming who God has created you to be. And it's all about community, it's all about promoting strength together and empowerment. And even though we're sharing all these great things that your brand does, let's just step back a second and share with our listeners that it hasn't always been that easy. Oh, and, there's, no. and there's been some <laughs> times where you doubt it what God was calling you to, and that some things along your journey was part of the process and part of where you are today. I want to jump in a little bit and just share a little bit about what are some of those obstacles and struggles along your journey that you struggled with when it came to trying to figure out what your purpose is and where God wanted you to be.
1: I'm an extremely giving, open-hearted person. I love working with people. I love helping others. So that was kind of something that I always wanted to do overall. But I have been depressed for many years prior, and I learned how to mask and hide it. And I learned how to do it really, really well, where I will be in the room with a whole bunch of people and still feel like I'm alone because I am trying to create this facade that everything is okay and it's not. So even though I was always that strong one for my circle, I didn't know how to allow people in so they can help me when I'm going through things. So during my journey, I messed up a lot in school, uh, my first two years and I convinced myself that I wasn't going to finish. People say that your words are the most powerful thing on earth. And I believe that wholeheartedly because I convinced myself that I was never going to finish school. I was never going to graduate college. And the life that I had back then was God's punishment for me for all the bad things that I have done. As I went on time and time again, I realized that the people that I was allowing in my space were just taken from me because I was a giver. I am one that wanted to see everyone happy, but I didn't care about myself enough to put me first. I had low self-esteem, low confidence. And like I said, I did these, these are things that I talk to myself. So you speak it, you start to believe it. So coming into, I believe, 2016, 2017, I decided that I was going to take my own life. I was sick and tired of all of the hurt and pain that I've been through. I felt like even though I was back in school, I still have awesome people around me in my corner kind of always cheering rooting me on. I'm heavily in church. I'm active in church. It still felt like it wasn't enough. I still felt like God was beating me down for everything that i had done. I told my mom, I was going to kill myself. This is going to be the last time you talk to me. And for some reason, my best friend kind of, I don't know if God... No, I do know that God sent her to me. Let me fix my words. I do know God sent her to me because that day when I was on my way home to do this act, she called me real random out of the blue like, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm on my way home. She said, okay, I'm coming to get you. And when she came and got me and we got in the car, I found myself just crying and vomiting every emotion that I have been holding on to for the last 8, 9, 10 years. And she just didn't say anything. She just sat in the car. She didn't hold me. She didn't touch me. She just listened. And I just let everything out. Somehow, my mom got there. My aunts they kind of just hugged me, prayed with me. But that was the first step. Prior to that day, I, I just left a physically abusive relationship. I let someone use my car. They wrecked it. I was knee deep in debt. My rent was behind. I was drowning in so much stuff. God started to rip stuff away from me. Like the relationship ended. My car got total even though I couldn't afford it. Things he started to rip apart, I saw as punishment. But he was cleaning up so he can get to me. He put me in that vulnerable state. And after my mom and my best friend prayed for me, I literally went in my room and I just cried. Like, I give up. I surrender. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what it is I'm supposed to do, but I give up. Then my pastor reached out to me and said, hey, you know, you're having these thoughts. I want you to meet this person. It was a therapist. She does therapy as her profession, but she's actually one of the reverends of one of our sister churches. She immediately reached out to me and we started talking and she helped me kind of break down and get through to the things that were really, really bothering me. And from that point, I started to unmask all of the stuff that I've been high in, that I didn't want to deal with, all the stuff that I was ashamed of. And I wrote a letter to myself. That was my first assignment. She told me to write and she told me to share it with somebody. At the time, I started this cosmetics company, but I just did it because I needed money, not because I had a passion for it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll share it. So on the website that I had, I posted up the story and I was trying to figure out what do I do with this now? I wrote the journal post. She wants me to share it with somebody. Who am I supposed to share this with? And then something just went off in my head, like a little light bulb. It was like, Nafisa, share it on your website. So I was sitting there like, okay, share it on my website. What do I call the website? And I came across a scripture, Ephesians 429, and it says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. And I said, I got it. Build her up. I posted. I changed the website name. I posted my first blog post up there. And so many of my Facebook friends, Instagram friends, my personal friends, people from church, they read it and was like, oh, my God, you are amazing. You are so strong. Like, they just start giving me encouraging words. Like, I knew this was always in you. They start seeing things in me that I didn't see in myself. And I was like, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll do it. I've been doing it ever since.
0: Girl, that's an amazing story. And one thing that I want our listeners to take from it is that when we think about the idea of purpose, many times we think, oh, I I automatically know my purpose and I just go after it. But I'm a strong believer that God takes us through things, our journey, our stories, the good and the bad. It prepares us for what he wants us to walk in. And the one thing that I hear you saying, Nafisa, is that you had to surrender. You had to do the work of surrender and unmasking first before Mm -hmm. you found clarity and where God wanted to take you. And I think that's the thing that we have to realize is that we got to let go. We have to truly put everything out on the table and trust Mm -hmm. God to help us through that pruning, that shaking and dismantling things so that he can give us clarity about first who we are in him and, and who he's created us to be, because we can't walk in a purpose if we don't know who we are first. And you truly can't walk in a purpose and be part of God's kingdom impact when you haven't gone through anything. So our stories and our journeys empower us to be able to speak to whatever God is calling us to do. And I'm so thankful that you, instead of taking your life, you allow yourself, even in that moment of feeling like all over the place, you allowed yourself to follow your friend, to go with her. And even by you being obedient and saying, okay, I'm going to follow and go with her, that opened up an opportunity for God to move, for God to speak to you in regards to the situation that was going on. And I think too, I want to bring up the fact that you kept saying, I thought, my perception that was God was trying to beat me up. I think sometimes we struggle in our purpose because we think our past mistakes are hindering us from fully walking in something greater. You know, we hold on to the past feeling like, well, because I did X, Y, and Z, God surely can't use me because
1: apparently
0: He's punishing me because of something. But really, in actuality, if you would take time to ask those deep questions of what did you learn through those situations, why God was taking you there, and really just sitting at His feet. And allowing yourself to fully open up to him is in those moments that you will find that he wasn't beating you up, he wasn't hitting you, but it was Mm -hmm. an opportunity for God to embrace you right where you are, even in that right where exactly. He literally was cleaning up house. That's how I put it. He was cleaning up house. And isn't that something? How your brand is built her up, and God. before I can build her up, I got to tear some stuff down.
1: I got to tear some stuff down, like literally <laughs> like rip it apart because growing up, my mom was an addict and she wasn't around for those pivotal moments that you go through as a young woman to a teenage. I had my grandmother and me and my grandmother always used to bump heads and she was like, you know, you're so much bigger than this and you're going to have purpose and you're going to be somebody. And I used to be looking at her like, she's just picking on me. She's harder on me than she is my other siblings. Like, why? And there was she was trying to shape and mold me into what God told her or the light that she's seen in me. When my mom, before she got clean, I went to the place where she was, you know, using. And I was like, Mom, I can't do this without you. Like, I need you to get it together. And to this day, my mom just told me. My mom's been 12 years. She's been clean now my mom was the first person that I built up. And when she said that, Mm -hmm. it didn't click to me because I was like, I just was doing what I felt was right as a daughter. You know, my sister tried to help my mom and my oldest brother, but they wasn't getting through. So I just thought like, maybe it's my turn. Like, let me try. And I did. And And I got through to her. And I thank God for that. But I was still concerned with others. I wasn't ready to help me. I was unmasked. I was doing things to mask my hurt and things that I have experienced because I didn't have those outlets to go run to because they were there. They were around me because I grew up in the church. My grandmother made sure I was here every Sunday, but I didn't know how to open my mouth to say, I need help. I'm hurting. You know, I didn't know how to do that. So it's, so important. Another reason why I definitely wanted to start Build Her Up and I wanted it to focus around women. It's so important that we have a sisterhood or a connection with others because it may be things that I have experienced that I can assist somebody else with or minister to them about a situation that I experienced and they'll be able to gravitate to it and be able to be healed. And then they probably can do the same thing for somebody else and then from somebody else. But it's so hard because we see a lot of hatred towards each other. It's like, you know, women get envious and Mm -hmm. jealous and they don't know how to support each other wholeheartedly. If we focus on God and who he created us to be, helping your sister will be natural. Yes. It will be something that's second nature to you because she's like she's
0: just sister in Christ. She's a part of you, you know. So and yes, and when one is doing well, the other one. It's like we we get yes. to be a part, we get to be a part of the bigger picture. When I'm exactly. blessed, you're blessed. You know what I mean. And one okay. thing I want to tie this back to when we talk about the idea of finding clarity around your purpose. Again, ladies that are listening, your purpose. Sometimes it's just showing up moment by moment. Don't focus so much on this big old picture of my purpose is down the road and I have to do X, Y, and Z. Lafisa, look at the situation with you and your mom. Even during your journey, even during the process of getting to know your purpose and know exactly what it is, you were already doing it. You were building it. Right, your- and I didn't
1: even know. I didn't yes. even know. I just thought it was just natural. Yes. It's was natural for me to like helping people and like working in customer service and different things like that. But these were tools that were already embedded for me so I can do my purpose in the long run.
0: Yes. And you hit it on the head there. Our tools and our purpose is already gifted to us. What we have to do instead of spending time trying to chase something that we desire, how about we slow down and seek God and surrender? So that he can prune away so that you can allow that gift to be birthed out and start doing that inner work, that self-discovery of who God created you to be. And what are those things that he's putting you that come natural? Because it's in those moments, those things that set your heart on fire, that come to you natural, that people gravitate to you for, that is part of your purpose. And so instead of trying to chase something or this big idea, how about chase the things that are already there and present? And then that leads me to my second point. So our first point to finding clarity around your purpose is one, to surrender, to surrender to God, to spend that time with him, to seek him for what he desires for you and do that process of pruning and self-awareness and discovery. But the second part is get support. Like throughout your story and your journey, you shared how you connected with your friend. You had the support of your grandmother, your church members, and all these different people. We weren't called to do life alone. And so uh, we have exactly. to recognize that God has facilitated and put people around us specifically to help us. But you yes. have to be aware the enemy wants to isolate you and he yes. you to think that you are alone, that you are and, alone.
1: And, and they, you can't and they can see off of that. And you yes. see that when they think that you don't have a support system around you. That's when they would try the hardest to break you down. I've learned that the hard way. And It's okay because it taught me something about myself. It helped me to grow, but it also made me a stronger individual. And when I started this business, the first thing that I prayed about, it wasn't, oh, God, I want to make a million dollars. I want to be a millionaire. None of that, none of that, because all that stuff will come. My prayer was, God, I want this business to be able to help a woman get through anything that she is going through. And I've asked him to please align me with life-minded women that will help me execute my vision. I prayed that prayer so hard when I first started. I didn't know that he was even listening because I'm like, I don't know how to start a business. I never even did this. I don't have no money. Like, what am I about to get myself into? But I prayed that prayer every night. I need to be able to benefit women And they need to be able to walk away with something from reading my blog or T-shirt that they buy from me, whatever it may be. But I need to be aligned with like-minded women that will help me execute my vision because I can't get to everybody. But if you put me around women, we can meet more than what I can meet by myself. And he has been doing it.
0: Amen to that. And so if you're listening you need to surround yourself around like-minded people that's going to support you, whether that's going to family or friends. And again, the key is seeking God in prayer because when you're aligned in prayer, he's going to align the right people and opportunities. But we have have not because we ask not. So ask God to reveal to you who those people are so that they will be ready and prepared to support you in the journey. And I think that's the great thing that I'm so thankful about Part of my business being able to help other Christian entrepreneurs and creatives is that that's my prayer. God, you send the right people that you desire for me to support in their faith walk as well in their business. And by us working together, in so you were able to slow down to get clear, to get clear about what were your goals for Build Her Up. We Mm -hmm. strategize about what were your top three goals. And by that, that allowed you to not be so overwhelmed with this idea of I'm starting a business and I have to do all these different things that the world say do. But no, our first step was let's pray. Let's step back and pray and say, God, what is the vision for Build Her Up? How do you want me to encourage and empower and support women? And from there, we work through some of the mindset things that you were continuing to journey with on your own personal journey while staying focused on where God was calling you to do. And that support means so much. It's like that fire that keeps allowing you to show up day by day. To even dig your heels in when some days you're like, I don't know if I'm coming or going, but having clarity and having that support goes a long way. So, would you like to share what that means to you through your journey of getting your brand out there? Yeah, it's a perfect example. I recently got laid off
1: from my job in January, and I started Build Her Up, and I was okay with working, Build Her Up, and working my full time job. I call my full time job my financial investor. Because I would use that money after I paid God, paid bills. I would use the rest and I would just throw it right into my business. So whatever I needed to do, the money was always there. But when I would be at work, I wasn't happy. I felt like a robot. And I'm like, God, I know this is not the life that you want for me. But I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to be here. But I'm not happy. Every day I tell you, I'm not happy. So I would do what you told me to do, you know, write down your plan to build her up. What are your visions? Let's step back. Let's walk through the process. Let's take the baby steps. Because mm-hmm. I just started the business and I'm already thinking 10 years ahead. <laughs> 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 I don't jump so far ahead, but I have to enjoy the journey. It's bumpy, but you got to enjoy the ride and you have to celebrate every win along the way. So when I lost my job in January, I was so frustrated because I was like, this was the meat to help me run, build her up. What's next? What am I supposed to do now? There's no money here. But then I have to go back to my notes of the things that me and you do during the faith journey, which is the blog was the focus was to help women. So you go back to doing that. I got so wrapped up in trying to make money. I began to lose sight of what I was originally starting to do, which was to minister to women, to share my testimony. You know, I got so wrapped into like, oh, I need to make money. I need to do this. I need to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you just don't want to lose sight of your purpose and your vision. And once I step back and I begin to dissect and I had to go back to God, like, listen, you gave me this tool. You gave me this platform. What next? And it's already here. I just need you to be you. I just need people to get to know you. And then once I did that, I realized that the sales would come because everyone was buying into me and my story. They were touched by me and my journey. And they were able to relate to a little girl from North New Jersey who just had a dream, but she wanted to make a difference. She wanted to live in her purpose. She wanted to walk in her purpose. And I had to make sure that I could tell myself that every day. But it's still hard. It's still lonely. And it's still tough, but you just always have to go back to your why. Yes. My why was helping women. My why was healing for myself. Build her up started as a therapy assignment for me. And then I didn't realize how much people were affected by what I went through. That they was like, Oh my God, I can do this. I I can go forward too. Yes. I had to always go back to my why. When you feel stuck, just go back to your why. Why did you start in the first place? Why did God plant this desire in your heart in the first place? You waking up thinking about it every day, all day, you are working on your mind. Like, build her up was all I could think about. It was like, I'm going to make a difference in someone's life. But when I hit those walls because like I feel stuck or the cells are not coming in fast enough or nobody's leaving comments on my website and nobody's liking my Facebook post and nobody's following me, I'm making a difference whether i touch one person i've made god proud
0: yes and i love that you said that because that's what we have to realize is that our purpose is not about us our purpose is about doing kingdom impact and being part of god's bigger picture of disciples and making him famous and so when we're thinking about finding clarity around our purpose it is true spend that time with god get clear on what he wants you to do Get the support that you need, whether that's family members, working with a coach, a mentor, a therapist, whatever that is, get that support. But then yes. two, you have to realize that if you have to take those bold steps of faith little by little, and mm-hmm. just trust God to unfold it because your journey and your steps on your on your way, you're getting to be, be able to impact others, whether it's a small gesture or not. Every yes. bit counts. And so every have- bit counts. And we have to focus on that. And I like the point that you talked about the vision and getting back to the why. And I want to bring up scripture, um, Habakkuk, chapter two, verses three, because this is a verse that everybody likes to jump to first when it says to write the vision, make it plain so that you can run after it. And this is true. We have to know the vision. We got to make it plain. You have to have that strategy. You got to know where you're going to go. But yeah, I
1: have to tell... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you have to tell God exactly what it is that you want. Because I I found myself doubting myself for, oh, I'm not ready for this, I'm not ready for that. But if you write it down and you tell God exactly what it is that you want, he will line it up for you, I promise you. It's so crazy. I say this because I was going through one of my journals, because I journaled this, that's another therapy Tool for me that i use i journal they turn into my blog posts or it's just ways that i can just kind of dump my emotions on paper i was going back to one of my journals and before i got laid off from my job i asked god to make me full-time working with build her up i asked him for this yes i wrote it down on the piece of paper and that was my number one thing. Make build her up my full-time work. I want to be a motivational speaker. Blah, 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 blah. I wrote all of it down. And then when I got laid off, I called you and I'm in the car hyperventilating going nuts. And then when I just sat down, calmed down, I looked and I said, I asked for this. He gave me exactly what I asked for. So if he made that space so I can do it full-time, that means it's time. It's yeah. time for me to go because he knew my scary little butt wouldn't have just jumped out and did it. I you know, some people could do it, but me and my faith journey, you know, I'm not I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. But he knew I I needed that extra nudge. Yes. And he gave me that nudge and and now I'm going back to school to get my masters and I'll be working on my brand full time. This is exactly what I asked for. I asked to be full time to build her up. I asked to get accepted into grad school because I was denied once because of my GPA. And that second time around, I applied, and I got accepted. It was like, he was, I hear what you're saying, but I need you to be bold with your prayers. When you talk to God, be bold with it. I have conversations with God just like I'm having with you. If he's sitting right in front of me, and He, my homeboy that I grew up with since I was five years old. That's how me and him have conversations, because I want him, because you got to make it plain. You got to make it real. You don't got to be speaking in tongues, and you don't got to know The Bible from front to end to build your relationship with God. And I'm telling you, I wrote that thing down. And look at it. And a year later, they laid me off. I was like, this is some BS. And then I went back in that book and I just bust out and started
0: laughing. This is so crazy. I asked for this. You did. And the thing is, it goes back to scripture because it says to write the vision, make it plain. And then it says, for the vision is yet for a point time. That's the thing. Our purpose mm-hmm. is tied to God. And because yes. our purpose is tied to God, we trust him for the timing of the vision. Our exactly. job is to show up and to do that day-to-day work. But if we go back one verse further, it says that I will stand on my watch, God, and I will watch and wait for God to speak. That's the mm. thing. Getting back to your why, even though we're chasing the vision people, so yes. we're going for our purpose. Your first position is to get back in alignment with God, because when you're on your watchtower, when you're in your prayer closet, when you're in the Word, He will start to download into you exactly what you're supposed to do and yes, what you're well. supposed to show up. Okay. And those prayers that you've been praying, He starts mm-hmm. to answer them. He starts to give you clarity about yep. what Wants you to show up in life, so mm-hmm. it's not magical, people. It's biblical. No, it's not magical. It's hard work,
1: and just because you pray about it and you write it and you you write it down, don't mean that he's gonna answer it. Cause there's been some things that I don't wrote down that he doesn't skip right over. But it's not that he won't answer it. It could be because I'm not ready for it, or right. it could be because it's not gonna align with the purpose that I'm on. He yes. know the purpose. He already has the plan for my life he already knows what it is he knows the end goal so if he knows that up oh, no that's not working what what I got going on for you it's not even going to get done but just know his no is a bigger yes yes when God says no his yes is 10 times bigger than what that little
0: thing that you asked for so good so true so that right there listeners that's enough right there to allow to meditate on your heart and <laughs> right there. And I I just pray that you guys take all this in to know that there's nothing magical when we talk about our purpose. Our purpose has already been given to us. Really, Mm -hmm. the work that we have to do is show up every day to lean into what's already been given to us and birth that thing out. And that's spending time with God. And he gives us clarity around that. So the three takeaways from today is one, to surrender all to God. Be in position To find that clarity. Two, get support. Surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to build you up, who are going to pray with you, who are going to walk alongside you. And three, lean into the Word. Move in action. We talked about that boldness, about going after your purpose, whether that's showing up moment by moment. You can't have more if you're not willing to tend to what He's already giving you. Right. So, Nafisa, I just want to say thank you so much for just sharing your story and just being such an uh, an amazing encouraging to, to me and to those who may be listening because I know many will be blessed through this conversation. And before we get off, I want you to share with people, how do you shine it forward in your daily walk?
1: People always say,
0: don't look back.
1: But I always look back because it shows me how far I came. And <laughs> My end goal, I'm nowhere near there, but I'm always appreciative of everything that I've been through because it made me the person that I am now. So I look back to celebrate where I've come from, but I know that at the end of my tunnel that my purpose will be fulfilled and I will make a difference in someone's life.
0: Amen to that. I love that. You keep shining it, girl. And so lastly, how can our listeners connect more with you? You can follow
1: me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Build Her Up LLC. You can like our Facebook page, Build Her Up LLC. You can also log on to our website, www.buildherup.org. Subscribe. We have amazing blog posts. Email me, leave your comments. We have an amazing shop with inspirational and spiritual t-shirts. And just connect with me because I love to connect with my gems. And I call them my gems because we are women, we are hard, we are solid, and God made us precious. So that's why I call my followers my gems. So just follow us, connect with us. And I just want to hear from you because I know that I didn't get here by myself. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Nafisa. And I just pray that you guys are blessed by this conversation. And just remember, your purpose is tied to your position with Christ. Don't forget that, you guys. Keep shining, and we'll talk to you next time. Are you ready to find clarity around your purpose and transform your vision into action? Join me for the six week She Emerges Intensive, which includes one-on-one mentoring and strategy. Together, we will get clear on your why, core desired feelings, and who you want to serve well. We will formulate a faith-infused plan of action that includes laying out your monthly intentions and weekly tasks. Walk away with clarity, guidance, and support to take the next bold step of faith in your calling on God's terms. Schedule your free clarity call today at shamelevans.com forward slash sheemerges.